What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Divi Crypto Podcast. I'm your co-host, Steve, here. And today, I am joined with Tito, the founder of JellySwap. How are you doing today, Tito? Okay, Steve. It's nice to be here and to talk to your audience. Uh, I'm doing great today. And yeah, it, it would be awesome to share some more info about us, what we are doing, and maybe how you can use it. Good, 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 good. So I guess before we dive in uh, to JellySwap, which has amazing design, by the way, I love the kind of playful uh, design. That was one of the first things that I noticed when I was doing research on the project. Uh, so props on that. But uh, before we get into that, let's talk about you for a second. Like, what's your what's your crypto origin story? What's your what's your background that led you to to start JellySwap? Yeah, definitely. I think that this is an important question because. Uh, be behind everything, the most important is what is the team and what is their background. So I can say that I've been in crypto since more than three years, full-time working on crypto, designing some uh, smart contracts, trading, and recently uh, taking the DeFi wave. Before that, I have graduated as a bachelor in computer science. And uh, my co-founder as well was a student in the same university. So we were colleague universities, uh, colleagues from the university. And <clears throat> basically, we, that's, that's how we started. We were colleagues. We started building some things around blockchain and DeFi. And before that, we have had more than five years of experience as uh, developers. You are developers, but I could say that Ethereum is uh, that easy and simplified that every developer can uh, really fast start using it and developing some cool stuff on top of it. Nice, nice. So you you are really like an advocate for for Ethereum, and I think that that's very admirable. I love the fact that you know Ethereum has more developers than most projects if not all projects right i mean at this point <laughs> it's attracted <Yeah. laughs> uh, hundreds of thousands of people I, I i totally agree this is the the most developer rich ecosystem and i believe that it will continue to be the leading chain for developers and geeks and even for business mm -hmm. because obviously yeah it's great we have tried many other blockchains with JellySwap because it is cross-chain and blockchain agnostics. So it supports many different chains. But I could say that the experience with uh, Ethereum is just one time. You, you cannot have it in any other blockchain. There is always some small bugs like the events are not coming or some other technical stuff. So there is not that good documentation or you cannot find something like in Furafast. And yeah, I could say that uh, Ethereum ecosystem is pretty major and you can find everything you want in a few clicks. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So before we get into JellySwap, just for the beginners out there, what is, what is an atomic swap? I've talked about this you know, multiple times on the show before, but for people that are just tuning in and for newcomers to the space, could you just sort of boil down what an atomic swap is for people? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's important to, to make some definitions. 
atomic swap is basically a swap that occurs between two parties, which is called atomic because it happens or it doesn't happen at all. So it's atomic process that I, I can be sure that if I send you that amount of funds, you receive it and I will receive back some other amount of tokens. Or the other option is that the transactions won't happen at all and no one is going to lose any funds and no one is going to receive anything. That's why it's called Atomic. Mm. And with Jelly Swap, it's one step further because it's cross-chain Atomic Swap. It's not only Atomic at that manner that you can't lose your funds, the deal happen or it doesn't happen at all. But at the same time, we're supporting many different chains, which is the most innovative thing about our project, I could say. Got it. Got it. Cool. Well, that's a good segue into into Jelly Swap, Jelly Swap itself. Uh, you know, you're supporting multiple chains. Um, can you kind of walk us through? You have the atomic swaps going and and how it works. So a user comes to Jelly Swap and how they're able to go across chain and how they're able to to swap out different different cryptocurrencies. Yeah, I could start with some backstory again. Um, in the beginning, we started in the end of 2017. We built something like IDEX or Ether Delta or some other kind of limited order book exchanges that were based on Ethereum. But obviously at the end of 2017, the ICO boom just stopped. Uh, there were no uh, more ERC-20 tokens or there was a, a very few. So the, the market for all these decentralized exchanges that were uh, working on the principle of Ether Delta and IDEX just uh, they were not in use anymore and we saw a new trend uh automated market making protocols like uniswap kyber and bancor that totally changed the, the whole market and ecosystem uh, with them you can have an almost infinite liquidity you can gain the liquidity pretty fast there are some rewards for the market makers so we thought to ourselves Maybe the thing that we're doing is, is not attractive anymore. So we want to pivot a little bit. And we decided to do something like Uniswap. But we, we had a dream all the time that because when we started all these uh, projects based on Ethereum and all that swaps for ERC-20s, there was always the question, what about Bitcoin? Can I use your exchange to buy Bitcoin? How can I swap Bitcoin for ETH? And that kind of questions that we also have nowadays because it's pretty hard to, to make a cross-chain swaps in decentralized and secure manner. So we said, okay, let's build something simple like Uniswap, Uniswap-like interface that everyone can understand. You just uh, go in with your MetaMask, you connect your wallet and you can swap one token for another. But let's do it cross-chain. Let's allow users to swap Bitcoin for ETH or let's say now we are in integrating Avalanche or Binance Chain or some other tokens. We want to integrate as many as possible. So in one word, our project JellySwap is Uniswap-like interface that supports multiple blockchains. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Got it. Yeah, Uniswap has really kind of stormed the space. Huh? I mean, they are definitely the topic of the majority of conversations a lot of people are, are talking about how these you know uh, this bottomless liquidity essentially has been created and it's, yeah. it's a really it's... really 
amazing project. Um, I, I could say it's crazy. I mean, now it's happening. The thing that we were talking about for the last two or three years, basically DeFi is eating part of CeFi. We can see that Uniswap has even more volume and liquidity than Coinbase, which is crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. who can imagine this a few years ago? We have had this DeFi and there was like $1 billion walked. Now it's like $12, $12 billion. And the volume on this decentralized exchange, in our case, Uniswap, tomorrow it could be Kyber or something else. They have more liquidity than the most um, used centralized exchanges. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. well said that it it's uh, more more popular than CFI because it surpassed Coinbase. I like <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. So let's talk a little bit about the the just the structure of, of something like a, um, you know how Jelly works, and I think it works similarly to to um, you know with liquidity providers. I mean, so like how how the structure is set up. You mm -hmm. have the takers and you have the contract that takes place and then you have liquidity providers. Can you walk us through what what that looks like, kind of the the structure of how things work with, with a liquidity provider and and who those people are? Yeah, yeah I will try to, to explain it. And uh, I could say that there are some differences compared to other cloud calls like Uniswap or Kyber. Mm -hmm. But the difference is coming from that, that uh, we support multiple chains. So in the Ethereum ecosystem, you can have a one smart contract that uh, is responsible for all the business logic and all the swaps for ETH and other ERC20 tokens. But in our case, we have Bitcoin. We have, we have around seven networks now. Maybe I can miss some of them, but we have Bitcoin, Ethereum, Eternity. Um, one token, we have Avalanche, and we have Binance uh, smart chain token. So yeah, it's a mess and it's kind of impossible to make a simple Ethereum contract that uh, connects all the networks. I mean, you can do it, but it will be custodial. But the idea of our whole project is to, to be transparent, secure, and non-custodial based on smart contracts. So in our case, we have smart contract for every single blockchain that we're supporting. For Bitcoin, we cannot have smart contracts because it's not supported by the language. But in Bitcoin, we have Bitcoin script, which is a simple programming language that is not Turing complete and complicated as Solidity. But at the same time, you can develop some pretty simple kind of smart contracts. But it is enough to implement our hash time locked contract logic. We have done the same for uh, Ethereum. We have done the same for One, for Eternity, for Avalanche. We have basically we have developed smart contracts for all these chains that are using this hash time locked algorithm. Uh, this algorithm is basically an algorithm which is well known since 2012. It was discussed in one of the Bitcoin forums, but I haven't seen no one to implement it and really use it since this year. And now projects like we and Liquality and uh, Crypto Ones are utilizing this algorithm. Mm -hmm. uh, with, with this thing is coming the, coming the difference with the liquidity providers as well. In Ethereum, you can just walk your tokens in some smart contract and that's fine. But in our case, 
we have many different blockchains. And for example, if I walk my tokens on some Ethereum smart contract, I, I should walk my tokens on Bitcoin contract as well and on our contract. And it's kind of messy. So it's not that usable and you cannot do it at the same way. And because of that, we have created our automated market making software, which is called a Butler. And with Butler, you can start this software on your computer and you can start providing liquidity to the protocol. You can imagine it like something like a Ethereum node, but it is node for providing liquidity in JailSwap. So as long as the software is running on your computer, you are providing liquidity. You are automatic, automatically matching with the other guys that want to, the takers that want to swap against you. Uh, you automatically withdraw uh, the tokens that you have to withdraw. And you can also uh, do a rebalancing, which means that in Uniswap, we have that problem with the uh, impermanent loss. For example, if I provide liquidity on ETH and DiPair, if the price of ETH goes pretty low and something happened with the pool, and at some point I go and withdraw my tokens and I withdraw more ETH and less DAI, I'll have some losses and I'll have less doors. I mean, if I convert this ETH and DAI to doors, I'll have less. And this is a well-known problem that they say if you keep your liquidity for long term, you beat that impermanent loss. But mm-hmm. our logic is more like the traditional market making. For example, I have five feet and I have one Bitcoin. I put half of them in Binance and I put half of them in the market making uh, bot that is called Butwar. So every time when I uh, swap part of my tokens via Jelly Swap protocol, uh, for example, I'm, I'm giving you uh, five ETH and I'm receiving uh, one BTC. If we say that the price of five ETH is equal to one BTC, and at the same time, uh, automatically, the bot is going to Binance. He's placing uh, an order that is this time selling Bitcoin for ETH. And at the, in, at the end of the day, I have the same amount of ETH and Bitcoin in total, but I have uh, earned some profit from the spreads. <clears throat> Basically, which providers are putting some spreads on top of the market price. And as well, other interesting fact is that we have an incentivized market-making program. So everyone who is providing liquidity in our protocol via Butler can earn up to 12.6% per year. Got it. Got it. Interest. Yeah. On top that's of the a, liquidity. That's a good segue into kind of the traction part of uh, part of JellySwap. Like where where are you guys seeing the most uh, attention being spent how many you know users are 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 actively using your product and um, what type of liquidity can people see and I know you guys have a stat section on the site that I dug around on a little bit but what kind of numbers can can you share in terms of where you guys are at with the stage of of jelly swap with with users and 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 with liquidity yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> As you said earlier, people always would like to see uh, to see some statistics, and you have to know a little bit more about the data and what's happening with the protocol. So I could say that at the moment we have 
around 120k liquidity locked in the protocol. Most of it is provided by independent liquidity providers. We are providing just a little fraction of the whole uh, liquidity to the protocol. Uh, everyone who wants to provide liquidity can just start the bot and he's taking part in the liquidity provision and market making program. If you go to the rewards page, which is in stats.jelly.market, you can see real time the rewards that are given to every liquidity provider. Regarding the transactions, we have had more than 10,000 transactions so far. Everything is on chain, so it could be checked. Uh, we have started the protocol, um, the mainnet, in the beginning of February this year. So I could say that it's pretty young and there it was available for less than a year. And it depends on the day about the volume. It's always like that. Sometimes it's like 10K per day. When you have trading competitions, it could go up to 100K per day. And mm -hmm. let's say in average, it is like 10K per day liquidity. But yeah, we always see uh, that kind of transactions between Bitcoin and ETH or BTC and Trump BTC and some other pairs that you cannot exchange anywhere else. Got I mean, it. you cannot exchange them in decentralized exchange. Got it. And what, how many assets are, are on the, on the platform? Like how many, how many different communities of people can go and, and swap with, with the platform could, currently? Yeah. I could say at the moment we have around 10 tokens, uh, we have, uh, ETH, Bitcoin, Eternity, One, Ava, AvaX. Uh, we also have a Bitcoin smart chain token. And from the ERC20 tokens, we are supporting Rad BTC, TBTC, and USDC. Mm -hmm. If there is some demand or um, proposal from the community to list some other ERC20 token, we can do it pretty fast. So, yeah. Basically, the ERC20 tokens can be integrated in, in a matter of a week. Got it. Yeah, and I guess the, the final piece, you know, in addition to the amazing, uh, fun, playful branding um, I, that I, I, <laughs> I got drawn to originally with the, the whole jelly kind of mascot guy smiling and everything like that, the, the final piece, because, you know, we've gone over how it works just in a general um, broad overview of like kind of how DeFi is, is working um, and the easy to use interface, the atomic swaps, what those are, you know, the level of liquidity, what is the, the rating system? I was really intrigued by that with, um, you know, showing transparent kind of fair ratings. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Cause that's, that's interesting. Yeah, to me. yeah definitely. Um, we are planning to, to move our project to a DAO, uh, some, some, maybe in the coming months. And, um, in that, in that, uh, regard, mm -hmm. we are planning to, to make some rating system to the liquidity providers because at the moment everyone can be a liquidity provider. So you can be kind of malicious liquidity provider. And when someone is matched with you and you should place your part of the deal, you can just, uh, let's say, disappear. This won't harm the user. He's not going to lose any funds or whatever, but it will mean that you are ru ruining some deals. And this won't be good for the protocol at all. 
and we decided that maybe we'll make some um, voting and some DAO members will monitor these transactions that are happening on chain. And if they see that, for example, some liquidity provider is malicious, or maybe he has unstable internet connection or whatever, and his liquidity provider bot is going down all the time, Mm-hmm. then they can decide that, okay, this liquidity provider is not doing well his job. So we are going to put him some pretty low rating. And that way he's not going to be matched with the takers and they will uh, match with some more reliable liquidity providers. Yeah, uh, yeah that's important. I, can, I should say it again. You cannot lose funds if the liquidity provider is malicious, but it, he can ruin the deal in the middle and you won't be able to finalize the deal so yeah it's a, it's a good control mechanism put in there uh, i i've always been a fan of the kind of community rating type system uh, for two-sided marketplace kind of concepts like this i, I like that um, it's a way to really incentivize people to be good or try to be good <laughs> when it comes to transactions yeah. um at, at least to try yeah <laughs> yeah at least try that's right that's right well um what's what's next for you guys what's what's exciting that's coming in 2021 what are you looking forward to it could be with jelly swap or it could just be in defi in general i think there's a lot of really kind of really ambitious projects out there that i've enjoyed following but what are you personally looking forward to and, and what's coming for JellySwap? For JellySwap, in the near future, we have two things that we should release pretty soon. One of them is we are integrating Algorand at the moment, which is another mm-hmm. super cool blockchain. And we believe that, yeah, let's say in one month, people, our community members will be able to swap Algo token for the other assets that are already on the website, on the application. Uh, next thing is uh, we, we're developing at the moment desktop application. So instead of going to app.jelly.market, you'll be able to download this application and run it on your computer, which will be even more secure and more decentralized because if at some point they decide to put down our uh, website domain, and um, yeah, to stop it, if you, as long as you have the application on your computer, and as long as the liquidity providers are providing liquidity to the uh, protocol, which is based on smart contracts, you will be able to use the whole application. So I think that this is an important step to the decentralization. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, like I said, some kind of DAO that is monitoring the liquidity providers. Uh, putting some penalties or bad rating for the bad liquidity providers. And who knows, maybe some token at some point, but we should think carefully about this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, excellent. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much for going through, you know, the basics of atomic swaps. I think that was a really good topic uh, because it, it gets thrown around a lot and in, in, in a lot of people, I'm sure... Um, are are listening to it and thinking about what what it uh, what it is, and some people feel it's too late to ask <laughs> at a certain point. So I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you went over that. But where can people go and learn more about what you're working on? Uh, they can go to our landing page and they can find everything needed there. So it is called Jelly Market. 
If they want to try the application, they could go to app.jelly.market. And the other thing that could be useful is our Twitter account. We are trying to be pretty active there, so they can find us on Twitter. Just type JellySwap, and I think that you'll find it. Excellent. Excellent. Well, if you guys are listening on Spotify, iTunes, or uh, wherever you're listening to the podcast, the, all the links that Tito mentioned will be in the show notes. So definitely give that a check out. But once again, thank you so much for coming on the show, Tito. Thank you, Steve. It was a pleasure. 